Welcome to the Dark Arts of Conversation. <laughs> this is Danielle. What the hell? I was totally know what we talked about. Jesus Christ. I like this. This is working better anyway. It's more real. Yeah, welcome to the Dark Arts of Conversation. The more we talk. The more we heal. Uh, wow. We're your hosts. Uh, like we've done this, I don't know, 13 times before. Uh, Do we need to like re like replay that and like re-record that? Nah, we're good. We're going with <laughs> okay. it. We're your host, Jer and Daniela, aka the, the Baker. Baker and <laughs> Jesus, we're all out of sorts. It's it been has it. been quite a while. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. That was. That was Almost people are going to be like, and we are done with this episode. Cool story. But anyway, we'll just do what we always do. Start with a check-in. How are you? How you been? It's been a while, obviously. Uh, so, yeah. Spill. Um, I'm okay. It's been kind of stressful. There's a lot of stuff that I'm working on in the back scenes for the dark arts of. And it's hard to stay on the inspiration train. And... I feel like I'm just projecting a lot as I can now see now that I've taken a shower and taken time to like process that. And I'm just projecting a lot of things right now. That is recorded just for clarity. <laughs> we may visit that later. Um, and I'm, I'm really tired. I was like really trying to walk and move and she's sucking out a lot of my energy some days so i feel like the days are very long and they're beautiful but holy crap i am exhausted and i went out for the first time in a very long time on saturday and holy crap i haven't been out till 3 a.m in a very long time um it was really nice to see my friends but wow uh my body does not recover from the lack of sleep. It does not miss those days. <laughs> yeah, welcome to being old. Um, but yeah, how are you? I'm not good. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I'm really out of sorts. Uh, we're we're going to talk to that. I mean, this is the second time we've had to do this stupid episode because the first one was all jacked, jacked. up. So that's fun. Uh, which is also why there's been such a delay. Sorry, but yeah, I'm, oh man, like I'm, I'm rough. Like you said, it's been a lot. She is, yeah, she is sucking the energy out of me. Like, I, I, I get it. I love it. It's crazy to watch her like become a grow and be a person human. that's got like feelings and shit. Good God. Being a jungle gym is not really all that fun, man. Um, you know, just getting touched out, dude. It is something real. If you've never experienced it, you if you have kids or plan to have kids, know that being touched out is a thing. Yeah, they will touch you so much that you will not want to be touched by anybody in any real way at all, by the way. Yeah. Not like, oh hey. Like in a sexual way. No, I mean like, don't hold my hand. Don't, hold my hand. don't give don't me a hug. To me. Please, just, just give, give me like some twenty space. minutes for like thir- for like a while. Thirty. I was gonna say twenty to thirty minutes. Yeah. Like, not doing anything. Take it off. Sorry, it I off. love you, but. Here's <laughs> a sweater. 
Oomph, oomph, oomph. Cheers, Jesus. Sweater. Itch on my back, man. Leave me alone. Sorry. I should have gone upstairs and put a shirt on first, but I didn't. I pulled my hoodie down. That was the closest thing I had. Anyway, uh, you know, and then like family things are back again. So that's stupid. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. I'm like all over the place. I don't feel like I have any direction. I feel the creative loss, kind of like you do, trying to create things that people are interested in to fuck if I know. Right. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, it's, it's hard to have that want and desire. Um, and then the crappy thing is you and I've made some pretty tasty food lately and took zero pictures of it. Didn't write anything down. The nachos were good. The chicken cordon blue was good. The inside out. Uh, chicken parm was good. Mm-hmm. None of it is anywhere. So that okay. kind of sucks. I've got like five recipes just sitting in draft form right now. Anyway, um, working on one thing. I want to thank everybody that reached out to me for my last like little recipe inspiration. I wrote them all down. I will get to them. I am working on number one right now. Uh, and then the last thing. Oh, got sick as part of all of this stuff that's been going on. Like her first real cold that's not COVID. Yeah, and that sucks. We're sleeping. We were sleeping downstairs on the floor, and my it's my side really. It's my lat. It is jacked, and it is fucked up. We gotta get the chiropractor. I've got a bad back, muscle wise. Anyway, like sometimes it'll tense up, and it's it's done that. Oh my god! If this thing could just stop. I I would be like way happier because it's killing me just to sit at certain times and the way I sit at bad posture. I'm sure that's part of it. So yeah, I'm all over the place. I'm pretty, pretty down. I'm trying to take it easy and recover. Um, but now I'm starting to think that I might not be burned out and I might just be dealing with trying to figure out who I am now. <laughs> which is a good little lead into to what we're talking about and why. Um, I think we talked about it on a previous episode. We talked about it in the episode that we did for this, that it was the audio was so bad we couldn't recover it. Yep. We had, so we're re-recording yeah, that episode so, currently. So we're doing it now. Um, I lost my job, what is now a few months ago. So we are going to talk about identity loss. And why we all tie our identities to the jobs we do and stuff as if, you know, capitalism and all that other stuff. So, yeah, you know, that's kind of where we're at, I guess. You want me to just jump right in? Yeah, why not? So, one, I think it's kind of weird that we do tie so much of who we are into the job that we do. Like, that's... That's kind of dumb and not fair it's to, to everybody. Not dumb, but you have to remember, like, most people, the job or the career they're currently in. Sorry. I need to. It's because I'm watching Small Child. Yeah, we just need to focus on the mic so we don't have to do this a third time. <laughs> I think we're good. I I'm think that a lot of the time when we're starting a career, we get so hyper-focused in the field we're doing and the money we're investing in ourselves 
to put herself through that schooling or to access that knowledge and that work, we get so caught up in that, that we become whatever it is, whatever kind of field we're focusing in. And then we kind of just lose ourselves in that. I know I have, I know I did. I know I went through a severe, who am I if I'm not doing hair right when I had O because I was forced on bed rest and then I stopped working in a salon and I all of a sudden was birthing a small human and my complete identity just like shifted. And I was depressed for a little while there. It was grieving because I didn't know who I was or what I was or all these people knew me for doing hair. And now I do a little hair, but I do more tarot and mediumship and in the process of becoming a little owner as well of other things. And that is scary and really hard, really hard. Yeah. Um, you know, I've been in the tech industry and really specifically for anyone out there that cares, the, uh, MSP, the managed service provider industry, where you basically companies outsource their IT to you. <clears throat> I started out as, uh, help desk and then worked my way all the way up to name it COO vice president of service delivery, like all of it, like I had the business understanding about all of it, leadership, all these things. And now it's like, dude, what am I, what do I do? Do I go back? Do I do, do I do technical work that I know how to do? Like I ended up on this phone call trying to get more information for a job. And it turned into a job interview that I didn't even know. And then they didn't ask me any technical questions. They're like, yeah, we talked to these two other people. They vouch for you. You have the job. And I'm like, I don't know what's happening right now. Like I am flattered, but this is not what I was. I didn't think this was going to happen. And I am freaking out. And I, I turned him down. Unfortunately, unfortunately, I'm not ready to figure out if that's really what I want to do. And that's the part that now I feel like I'm just stuck. I feel like I don't know how to move forward. I don't know when. I'm going to be able to really move forward again. I'm working two or three different little contract side jobs right now. And they're all technical or consulting or something like that, which is all skill sets that I have. It's great. I'm working with a bunch of people that I used to work with. Hilarious. I'm working for the owner of the original company that I started my position in, I'm working for a friend and I'm working for another friend doing something totally different. Like it, it's great, but I don't know if that's what I want to do. I've been approached by a couple other people for jobs. A couple people want me to work with them and I don't know what to do. I've turned them down. Some days I wake up, I'm like, dude, that was dumb, but I don't know if it's me anymore. And and that's the hard part is being able to let go of that because I felt the same way. And like, even like I went to school for special effects makeup and I love it and I adore it and I want to create 
so much for it, but I'm also like, I'm using these skills in a different way and it may not be on set. And I'm slowly coming to the conclusion that I'm, think I'm only going to do that when I want to do that and not put myself out there to be on set anymore or to do things like that anymore. And it's a weird grieving process of like letting that part of you go almost. I feel like I'm having a funeral for myself every day. Some days. Uh, It's funny you say that. I feel like I've had three fucking funerals in the last so long at this point. Um, you know, I mean, that time for my mom came back around. That was rough. Uh, some stuff came out of that that was rough. Uh, I'm still trying to figure out what I want to do. And then part of me is like, man, like, I could become a therapist. It's helped me. I could help other people. I'm good at helping other people. That's the thing. I'm good at it. I don't know. And I want to go back to school and start all over. That sucks too. That's the shitty thing. I want to just hit the fast forward button on that. By the way, I yeah, I'm gonna say yes and no to that because I'm still doing what I've done. I'm doing networking for a company. I'm doing service delivery consultation for another company. I'm doing project management and other odds and ends operationally for a totally different company. So they're all things I've done that I know that I'm good at. And they're all people that in one way or another have approached me about it, which by the way, to all of you out there, I don't know that you're listening to it, but thank you so much. My, uh, self-esteem is okay. My confidence in what I do and how I do it is garbage because I'm, letting this get to me way more than I probably need to. Um, so yeah, thank you. Cause it has been a boost and has reminded me that I do kind of know what I'm doing most days, but the inability to figure out what I do now, right? Oh, okay. Well, if I'm not a vice president or in the managed service provider realm, like what am I? Right. Here in this, I'm the baker. I'm not a fucking professional <laughs> baker in fucking any capacity, by the way. Some days I'm like, that would be cool. Not cool enough to like really go down the path. But like, you say that, but I don't want to own a bakery, dude. Like, honestly, I think that sounds cool for about a week. But then you're waking up four in the morning baking shit and hoping you sell it all. Like, I don't want to do that day in and day out. I think my brain would fall out of my head about a month in. And then I'd be like, oh, okay, what do I do now? But like. I guess that's true. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I've never, you know? I never thought about like, like, that half the, like that half the investment of waking up at ungodly hours yeah. to do something that you love and that cycle you, that wheel we all step onto to maintain to keep a business running it would literally be the same thing every day and that sucks it's cool i think it would be awesome to know how to make 
a bunch of stuff, right? Cakes and muffins and cookies and pastries and croissants and bread. That would be cool as hell. God, I'd be so fat the best way as possible. Right? By the way, I don't know. know. (laughs) Um, But I don't know that I could wake up and just do it every single day. I think the monotony would kill me. Kill me. I think that's the thing that draws me back to tech. It's this troubleshooting thing, right? Like, you have a problem. Fix it. Oh, okay. Here you go. The same way with hair. But I feel like I could do the same thing with therapy. As fucked up as that kind of just sounded, by the way. It's a problem-solving thing. You are there to try and help somebody understand where they are and how to move through it. I think it's probably the better way to do it. And by doing that, you're having to do some problem solving. Yeah. I, and, and I keep coming back to this. Like, that would be awesome. I reached out to one school and their program for a master's was almost $100,000. And it's not an Ivy League school. And the third year, you can only work part time because you have to do all your hours. Holy crap. There's no return on that. No. But you just hope that it's going to do what it needs to do and that you take it to the next level, that it will create something outside of the schooling aspect. Right. Which. Will in my it? experience, <laughs> I mean, doesn't always happen. Right? Do I want to spend that kind of money? Like it, it comes back to the baking thing. Right. At least the baking thing, I know I don't want to do it. Right. Like I know I don't have enough of a passion. To do the baking full time. I still think, and this is still stupid coming out of my mouth, by the way, I still think I want to use the baking to help people. I think you can. I still want to be able to do that. That's how I want to use the baking portion of it, right? It starts with the batch of cookies thing, right? And I can be the baker. I can have that identity. I want more than one identity. I want to take an identity and I want to have it for... A day here, a day there, a day over there. I don't, and I'm having this epiphany as we're talking about it. I don't want to be stuck with, oh, you're that guy who's like a super solid network engineer. That's awesome. I don't care. I don't care. Cool. You're right. I am. Okay. But there's more layers to it. Yes. I don't want to be known as this one thing. And that's the other thing that kind of scared me away from the therapy thing. Oh, you're a therapist. Sure. Between this time and this time, but then I'm doing X, Y, and Z over here, or I'm doing that over there. But you have to remember, like... But I haven't thought of any of this. I don't have to remember anything, because it's just like, oh my God, this is bananas. <laughs> you're coming to terms of Fuck. your processing, and that's okay. By the way, none of this, this literally, I've never, I didn't think of any of this until now. Um, sorry, what do I need to remember now? I can't remember. Okay. Well, I really interrupted you because I was uh, no, having an you're epiphany. Totally moment. cool. That's what it's feel like. <laughs> That's what it feels like to channel information. Sometimes it just flows through you, and you're like, "Oh, what? I said that? Huh? Ah, this is my sense." This is also what it feels like to sit through a therapy session with a therapist, and then be like, "Oh, fuck." So that's why X, Y, and Z, and that thing over there, and all this shit. 
Well, okay. Uh, we were in a very different space when we first recorded this episode, too. Yeah, by the way, and this episode is not working the same way it was before, which is totally fine. I am in a different space, by the way. So it's been almost three months now. Yeah. Close. Like two weeks shy, whatever it cares. I'm living a totally different lifestyle, which I wanted. And it's scary, but I like it. Of course it's scary. It's not what you're used to. It's scary, but I like it. And But the thing I don't have now is that identity. I'm just struggling just to be the baker. It has killed my inspiration, desire, stuff on this platform at times. And that sucks a lot because i want this to be more than it is today i want it to be so much more than it is today i want to be able to help people want people to get something out of it but my own personal identity struggle right now has put me in this you have choices figure out what you want to do into it I'm sorry, what? Fuck are you talking about? I've never had a choice. I went to college. I fell into technology. I got a job there from a friend. I met the person who would then be my boss and give me my next job. I was with that company for 13 years. They sold. They, uh, I survived that acquisition. Then there was a merge. And then I left and did two years. And then it's ended. And not on my choice. And now I'm like, what the fuck just happened with the last 16 years? That's what we call a tower moment in tarot. Look, okay, just because I'm literally wearing the, the tower card on the back of this hoodie, by the way, doesn't mean you get to throw it on the goddamn face. By the way, if you don't know what we're talking about, pause this. Go look up the tower card off of the original writer. Wait deck. Wait deck. Um, And then you'll understand a little bit more about what we're talking about. So it's a tower moment. Why don't you just jump in and explain? But even just like listening to you like talk about like the way your story started from where you were in college to you fell into everything. You, you, You were in alignment. You were falling in alignment of things that were supposed to be for you that were just kind of falling in your lap. It was effortlessly happening because you were supposed to be in those places at that point in time. And then you kept asking for, I want a different lifestyle. I want to do this. I I want to figure out how to get out of this. And guess what? You fucking got it. The universe was like, he said he wanted it. I'm going to fucking give it to him. What happened? You got it. You got the lifestyle where you got to slow down, to take it easy, to reevaluate who you wanted to be. You have to be careful what you wish for, babe. I'm just being real. I'm, okay. But I, I went through the same thing. Everything kind of fell into place. And then I was like, but I want it, I want it, I want it. And I would always fight the grain of what I didn't want. My mom even used to tell me, you're going to own your own business. You're going to own your own business. You're going to own your own hair salon. And what the fuck is happening right now? In the process of trying to start my own business. 
And I'm like, fuck. Yeah. But um, listening to you, uh, like, talk about this, if I were to read it in cards. Oh, I know the cards that would show up. I can tell you that part right now. Sure. But it's a very, you're in alignment and your tower moment happened for you to change for you to rediscover who you are, who you actually are not wrapped up in IT world. Right. I know. But okay, I gotta throw it out there because I have to play the opposite card of this right now. Outside of the tarot thing, I have to go the existential absurdist route because that's me. All right. I don't believe the world. I don't believe universe cares. Doesn't matter. Everything's absurd. Who cares? But I agree. You know, I mean, I was going along. I was doing everything that was laid out and kind of like. I don't want to say handed to me, but at, at times that's what it felt like. And now I have to figure out what I want because I, I fell into IT because I was good at it. I met people that saw the potential that I had and took a chance and, you know, it worked. So now the question is, and I hope you guys are out there asking yourself this now too, like, what do I want to be? Are you happy with yourself? If you're not happy in the situations you're in, why? What can you do to change them? What is in your control? Don't get stuck on the wheel because we all do it. I was, I've been a hairdresser for nearly 12 years. Holy crap. Wow. Um, And... (sighs) Every salon that I've been in or that I've worked in, I've always started, weirdly enough, I've always ended up in salons that are within their first year of opening. I don't know why. Uh, Well, I do now. Now I'm like, oh, the reason why I'm starting in salons that are just starting out is because I'm in the process of opening my own business and I know what to expect the first three years because I've been through it. In a salon formatting, I was going through different salons to prepare me for the moments that I'm coming into now. And while it is scary and hard, it's exciting. But I mean, even I'm having a very hard time walking away from being a full-time hairdresser. And I have not been a full-time hairdresser in almost a year and a half. And... I feel like I'm in the process of rebirthing myself again. But why? Not not the rebirthing part, but why are you struggling to walk away from that? Because it's a... Uh, I've been so used to doing it. I know I'm good at it. I know it can pay my bills. I know the ins and outs I have focused and trained so hard in it that it like it's just a comfort. It's a comfort that I know I can do and I know it can feed my family. I think that's where I'm at. And as well, being a tarot reader, I've done it. I've been reading tarot since I was 13 years old, but the, the, this is probably, I don't know, third, fourth year that I've been doing it as a 
business. And that is a, a very like a scary thing because it's, I'm being my most authentic, vulnerable self with people. And I feel like sometimes I still have to provide a realistic form of work by saying, oh, yeah, but I do hair. Hair is my, I have to say something else that is more concrete in today's world, today's society. um, That is actual, quote unquote, a job. And that's still very hard for me. Like I'm still, I'm still working and healing that survival trauma mode of I can be who I want to be and this is who I am and I can make a living off of it. It's just scary because I'm still in the early years of it. I'm not established, comfortable. Yeah. In an industry that is accepted as an industry where you can actively do things and have a job. Yeah. Right. That's honestly kind of where I feel like with this platform. Like, I want this podcast to grow because I think it's helping people. I think (laughs) my words that I'm writing in the blog are helping people. I wish people would be like into the recipes more again i don't know that people aren't i don't you and i've had this conversation i don't know 12 times in the last 12 days it feels like but i don't know it that's the other thing i'm like you right it's like just starting out trying to feel it out so although we're not actually because we are coming up on three years by the way we are coming up in three years we got like two and a half weeks two and a half weeks Anyway, sorry to change the subject there. Just drop that in there. So, uh, do you think it is societal? And do you think that's why we are so tied? On average, we're all so tied our own identity into what we do for work. I think that we're just now getting into a generation where it's okay for that not to be the case. I feel like we've all been grown up and groomed to go to school, learn something that you really want to do, and doesn't make money. Or just go to school and get a fucking job. Right? Like It doesn't even have to be something you like. Then you're just like, well, I'm an accountant. So I'm going to be an accountant for the next fucking how many years until I fucking have to retire. And I'm not going to lie that uh, that's part of what got me into doing hair. Had you asked me 10 years ago, I was going to be a hairdresser. I would have told you you're fucking crazy. There is no way I'm going to become a hairdresser. Um, But I did it because my dad really wanted me to go to school and I did not want to go to college. I didn't know what I would study. I didn't know what I was good at. And um, then I went to hair school while I was still in high school. I was going to two schools at the time. And then um, I really wanted to get in special effects makeup. 
but I was constantly told I would never make money in that. Uh, it was not sustainable. So I, (laughs) that led me down one path to prove a point. So I competed in makeup. I placed fourth in the nation and, um, then uh, my dad told me that I would never, he may not recall, but he told me that I would not be able to make a living as a hairdresser and that I really need to go to school to, um, you know, get a job, get something that would pay my bills and so on and so forth. And I told him that I didn't want to waste their money. So I got my licensing right as I graduated high school and I proved my point that I could sustainably live off of being a hairdresser and I didn't have to go to college to get a job that would pay my bills. What did you think you were going to do then? Um, for a while there, I thought I was going to write. I thought I was going to be a writer. Um, I really, how the fuck am I just hearing that now? (laughs) I thought I was going to write. Side note, you owe me something that I need you to write. P.S. I need you to write me the recipe stuff for that recipe so I can get that posted because that's your recipe. I, um, anyway, back to you being a writer. I thought I was going to write. I used to write really sad, beautiful poetry. Really well, then why aren't you writing beautiful sad, poetry. beautiful poetry now? Um, because I, I, I the oven's right over there. I had, <laughs> Stick your head in it. Sylvia Plath, by the way. You're welcome. Sorry, it's been a while. I found some of my old stuff when I was getting ready to move in with you, and I tucked it away and I just haven't looked at it since. Dude, okay, it's sitting in our office. Um, I want you to write something. Oh, god. You don't have to share it here, but I want you to write something. I used to write when it would just make me really sad, man. There were things I wrote that are just so deep that you'd be like, fuck, did a 14-year-old write this? Like, it was like some really deep emotional stuff. Says the emo kid. I am such an emo kid. So, yeah, I guess you are finding out some But if that's what you wanted to be and you feel kind of stuck right now. Fall back to that and see where that's going to take you. That's true. I never thought about that. Because I mean, I have been in a way. That's what the drawing for me is. It's me designing. Right. It. And that helps me move or feel like I'm moving. Right. Step back to that beginning point. When I was going to go to school, I originally was going to go for two things. One was math, because I was good at math, until I got to college, by the way. Don't know what the fuck happened in that six-month time frame. And psychology. Psychology. So I could be a therapist now, by the way. Chose not to, because they have a high suicide rate. And I was already suicidal in college. Probably not going to be something that would have been beneficial at that time. But if I was going to do it then... Why am I not doing it now? And I can't answer that question. I can't answer that question. You're sitting here pulling cards, by the way, on my deck that I haven't even had a chance to shuffle. <laughs> Sorry. So anyway, but I, I don't like part of it again is I don't want to get stuck into this. 
well, now I'm just a therapist. And I think, I think we as people and adults and we go out and we struggle to make friends and you, we go to parties and we have stupid fucking small talk and most of the shit comes up of, oh, well, what do you do for work? Who the fuck cares? Oh my don't gosh. fucking ask me what it I do comes anymore. Up so I don't fucking now. care. How about what do you do for fun? I what are your hobbies? Did answer a question like that at on Saturday? Somebody who I knew like 15 years ago in school and hadn't seen since, <laughs> and that was the question that came up: was what do you do for work? And when I told them I read tarot and was a medium, they looked at me like I had three fucking heads. <laughs> And while I don't mind talking about it, but like the judgment that came across and then asking me how much I charge, their faces were like, uh, I suddenly became a party trick. Oh, do you have cards? Oh yeah. You wouldn't be able to read me. And I'm like, Oh God, like, no, it got real in a way where it was just like, you're making fun of me because you don't view it as potential work, but that's okay. And I'm like, can't you just like ask me what I like to do on the weekend? What my kid's name is? How long have I been in the area? Do I like anything fun? What positions do I play? Do I play sports? Do I play music? Okay. Didn't know where you were going with that before real quick, uh, not to interject. So I'm glad you followed that up with what sports do I play? Um, but yeah. <laughs> I was like, where the fuck is this going? Like, we're getting into sexual positions. This is not this episode. Candace is not here. Oh, gosh. We have, I can't wait for that. We do need to talk about that. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, who the fuck cares? Right. And why Why do we care? That's the thing. Why do we as people care so fucking much? Are we in a society where it fucking matters that much? Is that is that what capitalism has turned us into? Yeah. I kind of have to agree. Yeah. I have to agree. And I don't want this to turn into some, like, economic, political bullshit. But, like, fuck, man. There's, there's so much more to life than what you do between 18, 22, and 65. People in that time frame will have multiple children. We'll have no children. We'll hike the Appalachian Trail. Shout out to Dragon and No Code. Yeah, guys. I'll see you. We're thinking of you. Um, people will start businesses. People will end businesses. Like, But people will do other crazy shit. They'll invent things. They will get sick. They will help their family. They will leave their family. And yet... All we do is give a fuck about what you do for a living. Who gives a shit? I think we need to change that topic, like you're saying, when we're having conversations. What do you feel when you wake up in the morning? Like, blow somebody's fucking mind and don't ask them what they do for a living. Who the fuck cares? What's the first thought that you think about before you go to bed? Yeah. Right? (laughs) Like... Are you suicidal? 
Yeah, we should jump into that one. No, people hate that question. Oh, I fucking love it though. Anyway, people get so like. <laughs> uh, you said the S word. It's a, I, I love go. making people feel uncomfortable in that aspect, but I also don't like to trauma drum, I, I, dump on people either. I don't so, like, like to make them feel bad about it. I just wish people were more bad. open to I'm just talking about uncomfortable. it. Like I like making people feel kind. Of, okay, uncomfortable is a bad word. I like make, making like taking people by surprise. Yes, okay, is, is a better wish to say that. Um, also, I like where this episode's going more than the original. Oh, me too. Anyway, I'm kind of thankful the other didn't work. Episode didn't work. If you're interested, I would share it with you, but you got to understand there oh, are God, parts of that thing no, where you just can't even. hear it for like ten seconds. A lot of it. It's so annoying. It's it's hard to listen to. But if you're interested, reach out, whatever. Cares. No, don't even. But um, yeah, it, it would be a waste of your time. So with that, like, I don't even know where to go. I, I I'm stuck, and I don't know how to reset my identity because I don't want just one. And I think that's where I'm at. You don't have to. And I have think I'm realizing that just while we are talking about it, you know, I, yeah, I, what the f- hell was that? Anyway, um, I don't, I don't know what to do. I know what I'm good at. I know that I can be good at other things. Part of me is like, I just want somebody to tell me what to do because that's what it's always been. But that's stupid. That takes the choice away from me. And that's not what it should be. I've never had a choice before. This is like frustrating and hard. Trust me, when you had me pick up my own wedding ring. That's where I was about to go. Yeah. This it's it's frustrating and hard, and you're scared of making the wrong choices, and it helps you think about and realign what you really want and what it is. I am scared of making the wrong choices, but in the meantime, this has been partially great. So I've been able to take, I want to say the things I've learned in therapy, but the things I've learned in therapy and the things I've learned about what I want and how to address that and really do it. I turned down a job with the company and they called me back and they're like, hey, you weren't interested in that, but we have this other job over here. Are you interested in that? And so I asked them more about it. I'm like, well, I don't want this, this, or this. So uh, also I'm still burned out. And now I'm wondering if I was ever actually burned out or just over being in an industry, I was definitely burned out. Like, there's no question. I was out, burned the fuck but out. But I also think you're ready to, you're wanting to be something more than what I was. People see you as sometimes. I, I want to be birthing a new you. Yeah. No. Well. Yes. No. And I'll tell you why. I want to be more of the thing that I was somewhat able to be at that job that went, I don't want to say unnoticed, but some people knew 
because some people would come to me for help. And when I say help, I don't mean like, hey, I have this computer problem. They'd come to me with, I'm having this problem with this person over here, or I'm having this struggle and I don't know how to ask for help. How do I do it? Or I'd notice that people are acting a little different and I'd take a completely different approach. And honestly, I, I probably talked to seven or eight people at the job within, oh, four months of my departure and was able to help them all. I feel like it's more than that, but yeah. In ways that they didn't expect. And that's what I want. That's what I want to do. And I was doing it. And I loved that part of it. The rest of it was stressful and challenging and not what I wanted. But that part where I was able to help those people is what I wanted. But I don't want to pay to go back to school. <laughs> Shit, man. I don't. You're trying to find a way to not be in that field, but to get the support and the knowledge. I want to dip my toe in it and make sure that it's something I want to do before I invest the time and money to do it. Is what it really is. I don't want to open a bakery and find out that like two months in waking up at five in the morning to bake bread is a fucking nightmare. Right. Oh, I don't want to have to go through a master's program. That's three years and 700 to a thousand hours of, uh, you know, supervised sessions before you can get a job somewhere. And then, depending on the state you're in, you can't even have your own practice unless you have a PhD. And no fucking way am I going to do 10 years or whatever it's going to take to get a PhD. So, anyway, I want to be known for more than the job I do. I want women to be known for more than being moms. Because they are. Ask one. Ask one. Ask anybody because they are more than what you see them. And until we all start to really realize that, like one for ourselves and two, we start to realize that about everybody else. Then we're just going to sit here in this weird situation where we are all whatever it is that we end up doing that pays us money. But yet life is so much more than that. Yep. I hate having to be 39 to be able to say that, though. I wish I could have known these things. You were in different A lot. Times. I would have gone into that psychology program. You? I would have. It would have been fucking awesome. I could have gone into the existential therapy realm, which I didn't know was a thing. You could that would have, have been done cool a lot shit. of things at this point in time, but... I didn't. You... Wouldn't be able to acknowledge and see those things for what they are like you can now. Yeah. And that's mm. what makes it more juicy. Maybe. And why it'll probably sit better. You're more mature in a different way. You've experienced things in a different way to be able to back those future endeavors you're looking into. Well, sure you don't want to write. 
Yeah. Let's do it. I write when I want to write. When you say you write, do you write with a writing implement or are you typing it out on your phone? I type it out. Okay. Because it's more fluid. Okay. Whatever. For me. I do both. Um, I don't like I don't write as much as I used to. I don't either. I'm a but, like my one blog post. Yeah, something it's that deep and like really in there. I mean, yeah, yeah. You had to jump in and fucking drop your sexual assault trauma and then walk out like nah, dog. Bye. Out. <laughs> but I mean, you you read the first like unedited version of it. That I mean, you saw how I write. That that's how I write. I write very descriptive, very detailed, very like because things like that speak to me. Yeah. They're very real. I've never felt good enough in my writing until probably the last two years. In all honesty, starting this project, the blog portion of this really started to give me the And that's part of why I everybody says I can't write or I don't know where to put periods and like commas and things like that. And people have always made me feel self self-conscious about my grammar. And so that's really deterred me from writing a lot of things. Uh, one, fuck it. Just write it. That's why poetry is great. You don't fucking need it. it. Gives a shit. You throw a comma wherever you fucking want. And they can have the rest of the poem talk about why the fucking comma is there. Or you can just have them debate the literary aspects of that comma being in that place. So if you wrote poetry, would you consider yourself a poet? Would you have that identity? There's no right or wrong answer. It's just a question. I don't know. Okay. Because I don't consider myself a writer. But maybe that's stupid. You are. She wake up. No, it's the wheezy cat. Uh, wheezy cats kind of wake her up. Um, yeah, I mean, I consider myself a baker to some weak degree, but you know, whatever. I think it's you're multifaceted. We are all multifaceted progress. beings. So, what about you guys? Do you want one identity? Do you want to start seeing people as more than what they do for work? Do you want to be known for that? Some people are going to jump into that and that's their identity and there's nothing wrong with it. That's the other thing. And we haven't acknowledged that. Yes. There's power behind claiming that. Yeah. Behind claiming a identity. Some people live for it. Love it. More power to them. I wish I could do it. I think. I think that's the thing. Part of me is jealous about that. About the neuroscientists who can go out pop out a kid run the test with their children learn something cool as fuck and be like yeah i'm a scientist god damn it how do you have it all figured out i think how did you get to here people are in different experiences for different reasons i feel like you know some people just know what they want to do and some people don't man i spent most of my early I used to have reviews at the first salon that I worked at and I was there for seven years and they were always like, 
where do you want to, where do you see yourself in the hair world? Like, what do you want? Like, what do you really get at? And people would be like, oh, I'm really great at blondes. And my answer every time my review came up every year was, I want to find my niche in the hair world to be able to grow that. And I don't know what that is. I'm really good at doing blondes. I'm really good at doing fun color hair. But those aren't things that I'm like, I want to die, live, eat, breathe, and do that every day and not get bored. Um, It's weird you say that. And now when I look at it, I'm like, no, my favorite part is the shampoo. It's the energy work. It's the talking with people. It's the having genuine conversations. That's my niche in, in the hair world. It's having the real conversations. It's not the hair. That's what I love about that aspect. Hmm. I want to do an episode on hopes and dreams. Because <laughs> you saying that, I never had them. You were like, where do you see yourself in five years? Uh, I don't know, fucking dead? I haven't figured that part out. <laughs> you laugh all I'm you want, but there were definitely times in my life where I'd be like, fucking dead. Because like, that is not a valid thing. I'm, I'm laughing like, because of like the deadpan your face. And I was like, that is so. Such Jeremiah response. Yeah. yeah. Like, where, where do you see yourself? Fuck if I know. I struggle to see six months down the road. How the fuck am I supposed to know? Right? Then I get to certain positions and I, I, I knew you had to start saying, well, in three years, five years, I got plans to do X, Y, and Z. And like, we even need to focus and think this far out. Because that's what people want to fucking hear. But nobody has any fucking idea what they're talking about, by the way. Um, but yeah. I want to do an episode on hopes and dreams and what it's like to live without them. And then how do you get them? Because I don't fucking know that part either. That's the other part I need. If I knew that, it would be easier for me to really step forward. And I don't know how to answer that question. And it's hard with a child. Yeah. Because now I'm like, well, I can't take the easy way out. Yep. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, so what do I do? How do I figure this out? But I think I want more than one identity. I want, and I, and I'm gonna start. I think I don't network, so who fuck cares? I can say this, but I'm never gonna go do it because I hate fucking conversation with strangers. But yeah, I can't say that because I'm trying to have all these say. things happen. So um, whatever. That that's wait. a lie. Um. I don't like. You do have more than one identity. I don't you were like. You're a bassist. You, were, you are a father. You are in IT, an engineer. Lover, you are a baker. Lover, you lover. are a writer. You are an artist. You are a creative. Whatever. Fine. You're a beautiful but human being. I don't like the small talk. Nobody does. It is. Fucking dumb. Nobody gets to know anybody about anything. Any, nobody gets to know anything about anybody. And then you sit in these conversations. You're like, this is stupid. Why Most don't we just go do around the room and share some stupid facts? That's how they. Um, because business is a easy way out in conversation. And that is what small talk is. It's something everybody can do. Everybody has in common. Most people have a job, generally, if they're at functions. It's the easy way. 
it's the <laughs> Sorry, easy it's the easy way out in a conversation <laughs> that's why it's prime time of small talk money and business is an easy way to talk to somebody and get comfortable with the uncomfortable of being there so why don't we just destroy all of this with vulnerability and authenticity because and really bring all of that into fuck it think. fuck I'm it i'm just being real no i know you are i know you are but fuck it why don't we we change the world and as everybody on here listening to this everybody that listens to this why don't we start changing these things honestly the only way you're going to change it is by changing it yourself so why don't we start these conversations with vulnerability and authenticity and change the business world so we don't all feel like all we are is the dumb shit that we do unless you're out there doing it and loving it that's fine that's totally different but own it in these conversations go out there and be like dude i'm a fucking scientist i will put your ass on that fucking moon or i will pull that tumor out of your brain or whatever the fuck it is that you want to do if you like being a garbage man fucking own it there's nothing wrong with it by the way thank you for picking up my trash it was full of dog shit sorry He's not joking either. No, I'm not. It's, it, it's, it was. I feel bad for that person. But, like, dude, own it. But you are more than just that. Trust me. Nobody here is one-dimensional. No. If you think you are, mm, we need to have a conversation. Yes, let's have, let's have a conversation. So why don't we start these conversations and change them? I think we should be going out and changing the business world that way. That is my TED talk. That's my consult. Mic drop. Boom, you're done. Okay. How do we change leadership? That's it. That's what you fucking do. You start getting the real, authentic, vulnerable shit going on. So while we're slowly wrapping this up, do you feel like... I've lost my mind, yes. No. Go on, Um, go on. Do you like who you've become after? After what? Your job loss. Your identity loss. Even though you don't know who you are right now, do you you like the person you've become so far? Parts of it, yes. There are parts where I've been able to finally stand up for what I want in a job that I wouldn't have done, that I didn't do. I used to be very much, yes. Right. I will do. Yeah, I I will do it. Yes, I will do that. I will do that. I will do that. Yes, I will do it. Right. Because you feel like you have to to climb the corporate ladder. Right. Would I have gotten where I was if I didn't do it? Probably not, to be completely honest, which is dumb. But again, we don't all need to work 80, 100 hours a week. If you think that we need to have a serious conversation, like serious conversation. You're not working in the right place. But again, capitalism, identity, so on and so forth. This is where we're at. But my ability to now know what I want and what I don't want, I like that. And my ability to now say that and turn things down when I don't feel like they're right for me at the time has been something I would have never done. Ever. So, to that degree, yes. The fear, the confusion, the 
some days what feels like a crippling inability to move forward. I hate that. I hate it. I've never been like that. I never had the choice, though. That's the other thing. I never really felt like I had the option to whatever. I, I got into school. I was undeclared. I didn't have a choice to go to college. <coughs> no offense. Like, I didn't. I, like, you were going to school. <laughs> you're my son. You're going to school. Okay, so I'm in school. I don't know what the fuck I want to do. I'm two years in. I'm like, mm, I got to fucking pick something because I don't know what I'm doing. I'm good at computers. Okay, looks like I'm doing technology. Because honestly, at the time, I was too afraid I was going to kill myself and not make it out of school. And so psychology felt like an awful thing to do. Uh, probably would have been really good. But whatever. Like, I don't know how to make that choice. Which is weird. Because I made the choice to start this whole thing. So why can't I make the choice to really go anywhere with it? Because I'm struggling to figure out how, by the way. So please, anybody with ideas and shit, let us know. Um, but otherwise, yes, I like it. The hit to the competence is stupid at the end of the day. It's dumb. I know what I'm good at. I know other information. doesn't matter. But... You know, I mean, talking to other people, I have no reason to have a loss of confidence. I did. It is what it is. I'm trying to move through that. Some days I I have, and some days I revert back. It's what it is. That's what you do when you process through shit. You hit setbacks and, you know, fall backwards. But I I do, in a way... Uh, it is a blessing in disguise, as they say. I'm getting the option to make myself the person I want to be that I don't ever feel like I had the option to do. So that's awesome. I hope other people out there are able to do that at some point. Well, my next question was going to be, um, do you... Any advice that you would give to anybody going through the same position you're going through right now? Uh, mm, at this point, probably not. I don't think I'm far enough through to be like, hey, whatever, right? The one thing I can, I, I guess if I had to give advice, it would be if you're far along, far enough along in your own understanding of the jobs you've done and where you want to go and you know what you want and don't want out of a job, don't just settle. Right? Like, don't just be like, oh, fuck, I really need this job. Like, oh my God, I'm going to just jump into it. Sure, you can, but you're going to go into somewhere where you're going to be miserable. Also, if, if you are not ready to be a functional employee, do not hesitate to tell them that. If they are worth anything, including a follow-up call later from you to be like, hey, I think I'm ready now, you owe it to them and they will tell you that they're thankful. And if they're a good leader, a good manager, or so on and so forth, they will fully understand it. 
But they can't know it if you don't tell them. So I would definitely say that. I've turned down multiple people. And I'm sorry, guys. Like, I'm not, I'm not ready yet. But when I am, we're going to kick some ass for stuff. But again, I got to get there first. But take that time. That's the other thing. Take the time and rest. Nobody rests anymore. We're so go, go, go. Don't fucking roll your ass in You don't rest in there on the air. That is not true. Uh, okay. I rest. So we're also go, go, go because we're in this goddamn culture, the grind culture, and have six jobs and fucking whatever. Like, mm-hmm. just stop. It's okay. Take those vacation days. That's why they're there. Take it. You're gonna find something out. And if anything, you're just gonna, at least gonna have fucking a couple of days to like breathe, experience life. Yep. Instead of just show up and work for somebody else to constantly work for somebody else. Yeah. I mean, that's a big one. And people don't talk about it. And I didn't believe it. So take the time. And I mean, it's money. I'm learning that the hard way. Like, it's just money. But there's a lot more to life than that. So suck at Elon Musk buying Twitter with your fucking money and then <laughs> crippling it overnight. Um, It is just fucking money. Like, I'm in a position where I can say that, which is probably stupid and disingenuous, but, you know... I think that I think we as a a, com, uh, a collective need to do more for people when they're struggling. I know people don't want to hear that all the time, but I think collectively we could all make everybody else's life a little bit better. Even if all you're doing is stopping, taking time to listen to somebody. So, you know, yeah. Any final parting thoughts? No. This is a good episode. This is a better episode. I like it a lot, actually. Yes, it worked out. Um, we're going to... I'm going to say this part. I'm going to jump into a quick story, and then we're going to outro. Okay. <laughs> Not that you guys needed that play-by-play. Whatever. So what? Well, I didn't want you to just jump in and be like, oh, okay, cool. Here we go. Like, so um, reach out and check in on people. I know we say this, and I know that sounds dumb. Um, I recently did this for somebody who was not answering their phone, had not shown up for work, and it turns out that they were in a bit of a crisis, and we worked through it. They're doing much better. They got the help they need. They have okayed that I share that. I'm not going to share anything more than that, but honestly... That's all it takes to help somebody. And we can either suffer in silence or we can check in on people when we think they need help. It's very hard to ask for help. It's definitely hard to ask for help when you really need it. So please just reach out and check in on people. Hey, are you okay? Cool. Great. You never know what it's going to do for somebody. That's it. That's all I wanted to say. 
it's important to me because I never thought it would turn out this way. I tried it once and it was bad. <laughs> uh, and then this one had a different outcome. So, yay. So yeah, reach out, check in on people. Uh, please like, share, subscribe, follow, rate, leave a comment, let us know we're doing something cool. To all the people that have, it means a lot, especially lately when it's really hard to see what this is doing. I want this to grow. I want you to be a part of it. I want you guys to grow. So yeah, help us so that we can all help a bunch of other people. Yeah, guys, we appreciate it so much. Also, there are shirts. Oh yeah, we have shirts. We have shirts. So if you want to order one, please send an email to the baker and the witch at the dark It would be amazing. Come rock our wear outside. Yeah. Help spread the message that way. That'd be cool. Uh and if you bake anything, share it. If you're pulling cards, you know, tag the wish letter now. Yeah, I would love to. Um, see what you guys are up to at home. Uh, we are thinking about a small contest. Haven't figured it out yet to kind of give away a shirt and something else. I'm not sure yet. And maybe a sweet little tarot session if anybody's interested. (laughs) So keep an eye on the gram for that. We're also on TikTok now, which is kind of weird. I don't know. We're still trying to figure it out. Feel our way through that. Video is not really our medium. No. Um, and we may be trying to do a meetup group. I know the last one didn't work out. And I was kind of bummed. But we may try and do a local meetup group in person now that that's actually a thing. So keep an eye out for that if we try and figure that out. It might actually be in the new year now that I'm thinking about it because there's not going to be a lot of time for us. And then there's holidays. If you have any interesting ideas... Got a couple coffee shops in mind. If you're interested, please let us know because I would love to do it. We'll just go shoot the shit and have one of these conversations. It's not going to be recorded, you know, so. I might even pull some cards. You just show up. Let us know. We can all talk about it in a safe-ish space. And I say ish because we don't control what's around us. But, you know, it'd be a cool way to just come hang out, shoot the shit, get to know us and share stuff. Yeah. You should totally come and we should totally do it. Let's be friends. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be friends, she says. Yeah, no, seriously. Um, find us on Instagram. Find us on TikTok. You can email us, like she said, at the Baker and the Witch at the Dark You can find the rest of our projects on the Dark This isn't the only thing we do. Uh, there is one on there that we don't talk about very much, and it is called the Magical Collective. And I'm thinking about changing the name, that doesn't matter. This is stories from other people. I wish we promoted this more because I would love to share other people's stories too. And it can be anonymous, guys. So if you have a story that you want to share that you think could help support other people or that you maybe want to get off your chest, you don't have to put a recipe with it. Though if you have one, that's always exciting and we will definitely share the recipe with your story. But if it's just a story that you want to share and in hopes that it can support somebody else maybe going through the same thing we would love to host it um we will take it up take it up nope we will post it and we will take it down at any time yes that's uh, what i was trying to say are ready have had it up for a little bit and you only wanted it up for a month 
that's okay too. Just let us know. So reach out if you want to be part of the Magical Collective and share a story. We'd love to host it for you. If you want to be on the podcast, by all means, we've got a couple people and ideas coming up. I need to reach back out to them and schedule something. Um, I'm just going to throw this out there. Also, guys, I'm opening my tarot books and mediumship books for the month of January. So if you guys want to get booked (laughs) up, send us an email. Those slots go fast. uh, The one thing we did last episode, right before we finish this out, that I really liked is shout out to all the people that are doing cool shit. We didn't do that on any other episode. We did it on here. It was effed and we couldn't hear anything. I'm sorry. If you want a really awesome pen, check out Red Dragon Penco. Super cool guy. Is that right? You're looking at me like I've got like six heads. Okay. I was going to say great for Christmas or presents or birthday gifts. Jeremiah got a very lovely one. These are like high quality thumb pens, by the way. They're so awesome. They're sleek. Yes. And it makes it really awesome when you're writing in your journal. Um, Super great guy. If you are in the Tennessee area and you need uh, a lawyer, we know a great lawyer trying to change how legal stuff is being done. He actually donates proceeds of all of his sales to local artists and he uses local artists as his cover on his legal documents, which is cool as shit. That would be Hasib Kreshi. I believe it's underscore underscore HQ at Instagram. Um, I don't know if it's one or two it's underscores. One underscore. It's one underscore. Sorry. Um, we have a friend who is also an amazing woodsmith who has built us beautiful little cutlery and tables and tabletop bits. Yeah, you'll see some of his stuff in the pictures on the recipes. He's um, been on the episode. His name is Derek. Yeah. Um, definitely check out his Instagram handle at what would Derek do? I hate it. <laughs> I'm just going to say I hate it. It's fine. <laughs> his work is great. I don't like that he changed his name. It's fine. It he liked his original it's good. name. It's good. Um, his stuff is really awesome. Yeah. Check him out. Uh, our f- best friend tattooer is Tattoos by Kelsey. Kelsey is phenomenal. She's done some of my magical pieces. Thank you for the amountly huge shout out you did and sending me so many people. It really helped so much flow for me and I appreciate it so much. So I am returning the favor, guys. If you want an amazing, beautiful Tattoo, go see Tattoos by Kelsey or our other friend, Anya, who is also fucking amazing. Yeah, um, she did my sweet-ass copy tattoo and, like, her I love it. IG handle is Tattoos by Anya. And she's a fucking awesome person. Yes, her and they, I they both are. go back, and she's very nice. Um, and the last yeah. thing I'm going to bring up is our medium friend, our psychic friend, also Lisa Boslett. She is phenomenal. If you guys are wanting to gift mediumship or tarot life coaching sessions, we do them, but Lisa is fucking amazing as well. So please shop small this year, guys support small businesses. It's really important. Yeah. So that's a good number of shout outs. Uh, which was a cool thing. I totally wish we would have done that and thought about that earlier. Um, So yeah, remember, you're not alone. The more we talk, the more we heal.
Bye, guys. See you soon. 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 See you soon.